Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to take a stroll, celebrate the birthdays of Charles Cayley and the state of Arkansas, and play another game of One Thing thing in in Common. But first, I haven't had to issue any corrections in a while now, but the quality control department here at Rapidly Rotating Records was kept very busy following last week's show, pointing out not just one, but several errors. For starters, in the first segment I gave the title of Joe Goodwin's song That Wonderful Something is Love as That Wonderful Something is You. The Robbins Music Corporation sheet music shows it as That Wonderful Something is Love with Is Love in parentheses. The title is often shown as That Wonderful Something is Love without the parentheses, and the label of the Victor record I played showed only That Wonderful Something. In the third segment, I credited the vocal on Way Down in My Heart to Charles Dornberger instead of the real singer, Carl Zorns. Charles Dornberger did record a couple of vocals with his orchestra, but Way Down in My Heart wasn't one of them. And finally, although Joe Goodwin did write You Can't Run Around with a Lot of Little Girls If You Want to Run Around with Me, he didn't write Strolling Through the Park One Day, as I stated. Ed Haley wrote it. Ed Haley. And in fact, the actual title of the song is The Fountain in the Park. I looked, but couldn't find anything else that Ed Haley wrote, but speaking of strolling through the park one day, for this first segment of the show, we're going to do some strolling beginning with Jimmy Davis, who last evening took a Saturday night stroll. Sitting around the house the other night, decided I'd take a little Saturday night stroll. I got kind of lonesome, so I passed down old Aunt Jane's house, peeped in the window and heard a boil, and these turnip greens just boiling. She said, boy, if I ever get these green greens done, I'm going to be a fat mama. Kids crying, running over chairs, running over benches, just boiling these greens. So I'm going to take them up now and cut them up, see if they're done. Get this knife crying. No, they're not done. I'm going to put them back and boil them some more. About that time, I passed down by the old country church and heard them singing this song. There is preaching tonight, Lord is preaching tonight. There is preaching on the old cow ground. There is preaching tonight, Lord is preaching tonight. Lord is preaching on the old cow I went down by the old country dance and heard him singing this song. Oh, my father was a miller and he lived on a hill. Ground his corn with a free goodwill. The corn is in the hopper and the meal is in the sack. Hello, boys, just drop one bag. And old Slim Jim started doing this back step. Just prancing. 
dust flying, Levi Fogg and just prancing. Then old Bad Eye gets a six shoot and starts shooting, trying to break up a dance. Bullets singing, bullets popping, boy did they fly. They got high behind. It went north, went south, went east, and went west. Went under the house, through the house, and over the house. Hit the rail fence, tore it down. Left ginghams, calico, shoes, and overcoats, and underwear on this barbed wire fence, just flying. Dance all broke up. And I got kind of lonesome. I sat down on a log the rest of a while. Then I heard this hoot owl holler. Boy, did I run. I never have run before. I went home. I passed home. I come back by the house, circle the house, couldn't stop. Run through the cow pen, turned all the cows and calves together, pigs and sows together. Run through the hen house, hung the chicken cup over my head and slid in under the bed in sweet dreams. As I sleep, baby, sleep.
looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before. First is the sunshine, the second is rain, third is the flowers that grow in the lane. There's no need explaining, the one remaining is the girl that I adore. I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before. started off that strolling set with the vocal duo of Jimmy Davis and Oscar Woods in Saturday Night Stroll, a Jimmy Davis original recorded by Victor at the Jefferson Hotel in Dallas, Texas on February 8, 1932. The steel guitarist was Ed Schaefer, who also accompanied Davis on at least 10 of his other records. But Ed Schaefer didn't just play steel guitar. He was also a vocalist, composer, and lyricist, and played kazoo on two sides by a group called the Shreveport Homewreckers, which was essentially him and Oscar Woods. It's in terrible shape, but if we have time at the end of the show, I may play one of those records. We rarely play Bob Crosby on the show, but you heard the Bob Crosby Orchestra, who were just strolling. Every week I mention that we play records by everyone from Aronson to Zerke, and as a matter of fact, the pianist on that Decca 78, made in Los Angeles on November 11, 1937, was Bob Zerke. Just Strolling was written by pianist Joe Sullivan, who recorded it as a piano solo in 1935. We finished up with one of the quintessential tunes of the 1920s, I'm Looking Over a Four-Leaf Clover, written by Mort Dixon and Harry Woods. So what does that have to do with strolling? Well, that March 19, 1936 recording was by the Louisiana Strollers. The Louisiana Strollers were the Staff Hillbilly Band at KPAC, the radio voice of Port Arthur College in Port Arthur, Texas. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week, June 16th, marked the birth in 1902 in Red Cloud, Nebraska, of violinist, vocalist, band leader, and actor Charles R.B. Cayley. The R stands for Rife, his mother Sue's unmarried name, and the B for Bess or Bessie, B-E-S-S-E, presumably another family name. 
His musical career started as vocalist with Joe Kayser's orchestra, house band at the Crystal Palace Ballroom in Benton Harbor, Michigan. In 1918, Cayley was living in Los Angeles, where the legal driving age was 14, and he was arrested for drunk driving and given a sentence of six months in jail. Apparently, he turned things around, and in 1922, he was a sophomore at the University of Southern California. In 1923, he joined Abe Lyman's California Ambassador Hotel Orchestra as a violinist and tenor vocalist, billed as the Caroling Serenader. He made his first solo recordings with Lyman's Orchestra in 1926 and served as Master of Ceremonies and Orchestra Leader in Chicago theaters. In 1927 and 28, Columbia issued eight sides with Cayley as nominal director of Charles Cayley and his orchestra, with Cayley as vocalist on all eight. In 1930, he also began his film career, with his most notable role being in the MGM hit Lord Byron of Broadway, featuring the song Should I. His other films include Redheads and The Beauties, both from 1930 and 1937's The Singing Buckaroo. Cayley was married several times, including to Hannah Williams, who had been married to Roger Wolf Kahn and later to fighter Jack Dempsey. In 1936, Cayley eloped to Las Vegas with Leah Clampett Sewell, becoming her fourth husband, but that marriage lasted only a few months. Later in life, he sold life insurance and died in Santa Clara County, California, on September 7, 1965. At the time of his death, he was married to Sabra Cayley. Funeral services were held at St. Francis Episcopal Church in San Francisco, and he is buried at Cypress Lawn Memorial Park in Colma, California. Sabra died in 2012 and is buried next to him. Here's Charles Cayley. Thank you. 
love you, how to make them jealous of you. My baby, my baby knows how. Who has taught me what real bliss is? Who knows how? Deep me kisses. My baby, my baby knows how. Thank you. 
four records by Charles Cayley with four different orchestras. We just heard Angel Eyes with Leo Reisman and his orchestra from Columbia 855, recorded January 9, 1927. Angel Eyes was composed by Henry W. Santley with the words by Sam M. Lewis and Joe Young. Before that, Don Voorhees and his Earl Carroll's Vanities Orchestra, December 14, 1926, and One Alone from the Warner Brothers talking picture The Desert Song. Sigmund Romberg wrote the music, and Otto Harbach and Oscar Hammerstein II, the words. 
That was preceded by Martin's Dance Orchestra, a pseudonym for Sam Lannan on the Australian Grand Prix label, P-R-E-E, and My Baby Knows How, from around October 28, 1926. Charles Cayley recorded the song again on November 5th for Columbia, accompanied only by Frank E. Banta at the piano. My Baby Knows How was written by Benny Davis, Harry Axt, and Harry Richman. We started our salute to Charles Cayley with Abe Lyman's California Orchestra and Let's Talk About My Sweetie from Brunswick 3070, recorded in Los Angeles on February 1st, 1926. I mentioned in the bio that Cayley played violin in Lyman's outfit, and he's listed in the personnel of that record as vocalist and violinist. Last week, June 15th, marked the admission in 1836 of the 25th of the United States of America, Arkansas. I have ties to Arkansas in that my dad's adoptive parents had a farm in Hope, Arkansas, although I've never been to the state. The official state flower is the apple blossom, the state tree is the pine, and the state bird is the mockingbird. The official state mineral? Why, bauxite, of course. The lowest elevation in the state is 54 feet above sea level, and the highest is at Mount Magazine, about 2,200 feet. Unlike some states, there are lots of vintage songs about Arkansas, and so, with greetings to Jeffers and Sandra, proud residents of the state, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about the natural state. Arkansas gave to me my sweetheart So I sing your praise the whole day long Down among the pine trees she's waiting Listen while I sing to her this song My Arkansas sweetheart I'm feeling so blue Nobody can cheer me Nobody but you The south wind is sighing A sweet melody The voice of the southland Is calling to me The birds and the flowers And the love in your eyes Are all that I want, dear For my paradise I'll follow the bluebird What more can I do? My Arkansas sweetheart, I'm coming to you.
bluebird. What more can I do? Little Arkansas, sweetheart, I'm coming to you. family who were down in Arkansas in July of 1929. The Pickard family band was founded in Ashland City, Tennessee by Patriarch Obadiah Pickard, born July 22, 1874. He served in Tennessee's 1st Regiment Infantry Band during the Spanish-American War, and he and his wife Layla May had four children, Ruth, Bub, Charlie, and Anne. Obed, or Dad as he was known, played harmonica, jews harp, and sang, and he started out as a soloist on the Grand Ole Opry in 1926. By 1928, he brought the family into the act, and after auditioning for Henry Ford while on a visit to Detroit, landed a contract with NBC to star in a show called The Cabin Door. In June of 1929, Obed Pickard was one of the performers at the dedication ceremony for the Great Northern Railway's newest train, The Empire Builder. Not satisfied being a strictly territory band, they toured extensively in the late 20s and early 30s, traveling to a number of northern cities, including Chicago, where they were heard on WLS as stars of the National Barn Dance, Philadelphia, New York, New Orleans, and eventually California. 
The group remained popular into the 1950s and even had their own television show. Obed Pickard died September 24, 1954, and is buried at Forest Lawn right here in Southern California. We started our celebration of Arkansas statehood with Herb Cook, known as the Oklahoma Joy Boy, and Arkansas Sweetheart, written by Herb Cook and Jimmy Davis. That record was made in Atlanta, Georgia on October 27, 1931, but unfortunately the pianist is not identified on the label or shown in the discographies. Jimmy Davis recorded his own version of the song for Victor the year before with the title of My Arkansas Sweetheart. Herb Cook was also a composer and wrote songs recorded by the Duncan Sisters and the Sawyer Sisters. Not only that, but he was also a band leader and his group Herb Cook and his Three Little Words recorded four issued sides for Victor in a session on August 1, 1933. The Three Little Words were Herb Cook's wife Frances, Fern Griggs, and Opal Swally, and they were heard on Phil Spitalny's Hour of Charm show over WHB in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm going to have to see if I can put together a Herb Cook segment. Now, we're not quite done with our Arkansas set. I just thought I'd give you a bit of a break from the hillbilly bands. Continuing on, here is Bob Skiles and his Skyrockets. Thank you. 
Just to prove that not every song about Arkansas is by a country, western, or hillbilly group, that was Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra January 6, 1926, and I Want to See a Little More of What I Saw in Arkansas, written by Harry Adelheit and Billy Houston. Before that, Bob Skiles and his Skyrockets with My Arkansas Bazooka Gal. The vocalist was Bob Kendrick, and that September 14, 1937 session produced 16, count them, 16, issued sides. That might be some kind of a record. You've heard unusual musical instruments in recordings on this show before, such as the goofus, the hot fountain pen, and even a suitcase. But I believe this is the first time we've heard a bazooka on the show. The bazooka, which you could clearly hear in that recording, was invented by radio comedian Bob Burns and became popular in the 1930s. It's made of brass, is several feet long, and employs telescopic tubing like a trombone. The bazooka virtuoso on that record was Bob Kendrick's brother Sanford. There was no such person as Bob Skiles. It was a name made up by Bob Kendrick, who, along with members of his family, formed the Kendrick Comedy Company, comedy with a K, of course, as a medicine show group in the 20s. They were heard on KNEL radio in Brady, Texas, and in 1937 and 38 made 70 sides for Bluebird and another 17 for Decca in 1940 and 41. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL, Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. It's time once again for another episode of One Thing thing in in Common. All of the four records in this set have one thing in common. Don't spend a lot of energy trying to figure out what it is, although it will help if you were paying attention to last week's show. Anyway, I'll tell you at the end of the segment what the common denominator is. Here to start things off is Alan Selby and his band. The chief greeter will yell his welcome to you. Better take up a low down rhythm. Take it up, 
take it up to the sky.
of the band. Hear the cymbals ring, calling one and all to the martial swing. Strike up the band. There is work to be done, to be done. There's a war to be won, to be won. Come, you son of a son of a gun, take your stand. Call a nine, yea, Come along, let's go. Hey, leaders, strike up the band.
We started off this One Thing in Common segment with Alan Selby and his band, by arrangement with Walls and Highly Theatres of London, and Low Down Rhythm, composed by Jesse Greer. Singing the Raymond Clogus lyrics on that November 1929 Piccadilly 78 was Kevin O'Connor. In late 1927 through 1928, Alan Selby led a band at the restaurant Frescati on Oxford Street in London called Alan Selby and his Frescatians, and they recorded more than two dozen sides on the Metropole label. For the next two years, Alan Selby and his orchestra were in the studio recording exclusively for the Piccadilly label until they had a brief residency at Odoni's restaurant in 1933 and 34 and made a half dozen sides as the Odonians. After Low Down Rhythm, it was the Ben Selvin group, the Broadway Nightlights, with Dick Robertson providing the vocal on You Were Meant For Me. Music by Nacio Herb Brown, and lyrics by Arthur Freed. That's from Columbia 1738, made February 4, 1929. You Were Meant For Me was heard in the film The Broadway Melody, where it was sung by Conrad Nagel to Anita Page. Well, actually, it was sung by Charles King and dubbed. Charles King made a commercial recording of You Were Meant For Me for Victor in Hollywood on April 11, 1929. That was followed by Fred Rich and his orchestra with the male vocal quartet The Rollickers and George and Ira Gershwin's Strike Up the Band. Columbia 2132 was committed to wax on February 17, 1930 in New York. We finished up with Earl Burtnett and his Los Angeles Biltmore Hotel Orchestra with Got a Feelin' for You. The vocal chorus is by Paul Gibbons and a trio consisting of, I think, Eddie Bush, Bill Seckler, and Ches Kilpatrick. Brunswick 4376 was recorded in Los Angeles on May 10, 1929. So, what do all these great records have in common? In last week's birthday salute to Joe Goodwin, I mentioned that the film musical Hollywood Review of 1929 had nine Joe Goodwin songs in it. Well, those four songs, and even a few others, were also in the soundtrack of Hollywood Review of 1929. And thanks for playing One Thing thing in Common. common. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this last hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you enjoyed the show, I'd like to ask you to take a minute and leave a comment on the Facebook page or the website... Or send me an email to Glenn, with two N's, at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>